Welcome to the Virtual CFO Podcast, where you'll learn how to grow and innovate your business one step at a time from successful business owners. And here's your host, Brad Turville. Hi there, it's Brad Turville here and welcome to the Virtual CFO Podcast. So I wanted to talk about the recent collapse of Dick Smith in Australia. Anyone that doesn't know Dick Smith, they're a electronics brand. They have uh, you know a number of uh, retail stores in Australia, um, and they made headlines, you know, in the newspapers and primetime TV just recently for good reason. Uh, that's because it's a household name in Australia. But you know, why did they crash? Why did they go into voluntary administration? You know, why now? Why just a couple of days after New Year's Eve? You know, we've just started 2016. So here's my take. Firstly, what is voluntary administration? So if you don't know, voluntary administration is basically when you put your hand up and say, hey, we're in a world of hurt here and we need to appoint external administrators to come in and run the business with the goal of, you know, to keep trading and make a recovery Otherwise, you know, look to get the business into the best shape possible for an exit to then pay creditors and hopefully have something to distribute out to shareholders. So voluntary administration, you know, it's quite different from a liquidation in that a liquidation means, you know, basically just to sell off all the assets, you know, liquidate everything. And then whatever funds are left, um, you can determine who are they going to go to. So a voluntary administration, again, aims to trade through. The business wants to keep running, keep trading, and come out on the other side with a viable business that will continue to run that the administrators can then step away from. So what happened to Dick Smith? Well, I think this one website sums it up pretty well, Kogan.com. What I mean by that is that Kogan.com is one of the most well-known and successful online electronics marketplace in Australia, selling the same range of products as Dick Smith. So consumers for quite some time now, they want to buy online. You want to read reviews online. You want to have it delivered to your front door and you know you want to have to return it if need be. Bestbuy.com you know, provides a similar service in North America. So for Dick Smith, you know, they have, maybe they had, 390 stores across Australia and New Zealand. So straight up, that's a lot of rent to pay. You know, even if rent was only $100,000 per year, that's $39 million in rent just to have those stores open, whereas Kogan doesn't have any stores. So back in the day, let's call that 20 years ago, Dick Smith was the local electronics store in Australia you know, that you go to visit, but you know, times have changed, consumer buying habits have changed, and you know, Dick Smith failed to ride the innovation curve of this sector and is now paying the price. So the administrators have not reported exactly the reasons behind this collapse, but they did announce that Dick Smith performed poorly over the Christmas retail period despite offering special deals and discounts to entice buyers. So how do I avoid my business collapsing? Well, you want to have a remarkable product or service, and it needs to be a sizable and long-term marketplace for your product. 
You need to be checking in with consumers and asking for feedback, providing exceptional customer service, plus staying on the bleeding edge of your industry and the markets and where they are headed. A great example is, let's say, bookkeeping. Okay, not that long ago, a large chunk of a bookkeeper's billable hours was from keying in and coding bank statements. So what that means is that, you know, they'd have to sit there and they'd go through a bank statement line by line and enter each transaction in the accounting software. Okay, so the 1st of January, there was a deposit of $1,000. That's what it would say on the bank statement, and you'd then have to key that in, type it in to the accounting software. But with the advent of bank feeds, you know, accounting software like Zero, it can link to your bank account and import each transaction. So this has now killed off that component of, of what a bookkeeper used to do. So a smart bookkeeper would have been aware of this technology hitting the marketplace, okay? They, let's say, would have accepted the fact that it will impact their revenue and cash flow quite significantly if they don't do anything. So they might make the decision to become the expert in these types of products, okay, these cloud products that have automated bank feeds. And what they'll do is they'll help businesses transition over from whatever they're using at the moment, which may be a spreadsheet or some type of old clunky software, and they'll also provide support services because they're now an expert on how to use this product. Plus, what they might do is make a little pivot in their service offering um, to focus more on helping businesses manage their cash flow and chase debtors. So the performance and longevity of your business, you know, that's the cornerstone of our virtual CFO style offering. And it helps to ensure you know, your business keeps kicking goals and achieving the type of success you wish for. So to learn a little more, download our checklist of the 11 things your accountant should be doing for you. You can access them over at the show notes at bjtfinancial.com.au. But if you want to jump in the fast lane, if you're good to go, then come over and book in a 15-minute triage call now. And I'll help run you through the gauntlet of whether you're the type of business owner I can truly help. I'm Brad Turville. Thanks for listening.